Bobby Bones post show pre show. I get an interesting question. Well, I guess it was on the Bobby Bones show Instagram page that I saw. Because, and you're going to hear Kaylee Shore uh, perform, which is cool. And she has a new podcast called Too Much to Say. I think you're going to like it, especially if you're millennial female. That's kind of the idea. Um, but someone said, hey, how do you get the artist to wear the same clothes on a picture that they wear the next day when they're on the show? Because we'll, we'll put up a picture of them in here and go, hey, listen, tomorrow, and then they're wearing the same clothes. But I've been honest about it before. Some people we have come in the day before, depending on schedule. Some they're in here live. Some they're in here because she, as soon as we finished the show yesterday, she recorded that segment from right there in that spot, and that's why she's wearing the same clothes. We don't make them wear the same clothes for a promo picture or twice in a row. or We just take one as they're doing it, so then when they show up, well, the it's next from when day, they're already, yeah. The next day, which mm -hmm. we've already recorded, yeah. that's how. Yeah. It's a good question, though, because I kind of have the same question about, like, Fallon, you know, because they always have, like, tease their guests, like, mm -hmm. tonight we have so-and-so. But I guess they don't hide the fact that they do that early in the day. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares that much. It's yeah. not that important. You know? I always wondered that, even when Letterman did it. I'm like, how did they get How that? did they get the same clothes? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Love the question. Was going to write a message under it, but we're doing it right here. <laughs> Uh, so that's the first thing I wanted to bring up. There is a new site that is called Pinder, and it lets you hook up your pets. It's like pet Tinder. Like to make babies or have friends? Oh, interesting. The site called Pinder is obviously a play on the wildly popular dating app Tinder, but instead of swiping right or left on a potential human hookup, all of the eligible singles are pets. It is a new but a quick scan of users shows a pooch named Max from Seattle dressed as a postman. A Brooklyn-based terrier named Charlie rocking a Where's Waldo suit. A pig named Lucy who's based in Austin and loves to snack on cabbage and more. While Pinder was created primarily for pet parents to hook up pals for their pooches, finding a human mate is also a possibility. Oh. Win-win. thought that was pretty funny. So it's not a breeding website like no, I No, I think it's okay. just for <laughs> pet friends. I didn't have breakfast this morning. Uh-oh. I'm starving. Me too. I have a banana. You want it? No. No, because no. I'm going to eat in a little bit. All right. I want bread. I don't want to spoil my my hunger. With a banana. I like when I eat food to be hungry. Because yeah. if you're full and you eat food, there's not that much enjoyment in it. So I like to be hungry when I eat. I, had just, I, I have been having too much Mexican food, by the way. <laughs> Chips and salsa. All the time. Uh, the Notorious B.I.G.'s $6 plastic crown that you may know him from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like crooked totally. on his head. Yep. Again, it was a $6 plastic crown. Just sells for a staggering $594,000. Crazy. I guess I never knew it was plastic. Nobody did, really. The photographer who originally bought it for the shoot says, quote, this crown is a novelty item. I bought it at a place on Broadway called Gordon's. Without Biggie, the crown wouldn't be worth anything. I only paid six bucks for it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, we love stuff that we see like on TV or in pictures. Huh? Yeah, and there is a message on the inside of it that was scribbled, and I think the photographer's the one who wrote the message, though. Did Biggie sign it, though, Mike? I don't think so. Yeah, maybe the photographer did, but it's the one. It just, it's, it's an absurd amount of money. Uh, Sony's new $500 PlayStation 5 will launch November 12th. Ugh. Sony's upcoming PS5 video game console will cost $500 and launch the 12th, setting up a holiday battle with... Xbox Series X. Video game fans have been chomping at the bit. Yeah. I just got the four, man. 
I just got you the form. <laughs> Correct. Now, but you didn't spend any money. Well, you made it sound like guys. I just spent all this money on the four. Yeah, it's been crap. I got it for but, your birthday. But if I just get the five now, you know, it's gonna be like, well, I didn't really use the four. I only used it for about a year. It's a whole different thing. It's yes. not even just an insert. Like a no, it's not an addition. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Didn't but I just get the four? Yeah, <laughs> actually, you did too, Amy. You don't need the five though. Only superior gamers like myself. Right, right, right. Who have gaming chairs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you have a gaming chair? No, I wish. I have like a chair chair, not a gaming chair. I, but again, I play in my bedroom, so I can't really squeeze up a gaming chair in there. Yep. Yeah, if I was your wife and you brought a gaming chair into our bedroom, <laughs> I'd be so annoyed. Uh, Mike D watched the number one show on Netflix. Cuties? Which is? <laughs> it is like, here we go. <laughs> what is it? Uh, you're so dumb. <laughs> I just got someone to tag me in an Instagram tweet. Listen, I've never seen Cutie, so keep keep my name out your mouth with that. What's an Instagram tweet? Or an Instagram uh, story, sorry. <laughs> you know, Amy. If, you know, well, I don't know if there's some new thing. <laughs> I'm starving. Um, I'll read it to you. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't about you. It was about me. No, but they're going to call you something because... it's Yeah, if anyone listens to at Bobby Bone Show, you may not be aware that at Radio Lunchbox is promoting and supporting Cuties. Vomit emoji. And Mr. Bobby Bones is praising him for sharing his opinion. Been listening to this show for almost five years. Today is the last day. Um, it's oh, from man. some of these are bot accounts. One four three underscore A M E R I Q A. That's not a real person. America. Mm, might be. One four three underscore A M E R I Q A. By the way, I'm not watching it, but anyone that I've seen has that has watched it has went. You know what? It's promoting a message of this. Regardless, but I stand, I will, as Voltaire said, I may not agree with you, but I will fight to the death your right to say it. And if that's his opinion, what do you want to do? Censor people's opinions? So what you want? I'm not going to censor his opinion. I can disagree with them or I can go, it ain't for me. But I was curious to know someone who is somewhat normal, how they felt about it. Somewhat normal. Well, mm. it was like none of us that normal. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> But obviously, that's just a sign of what is wrong with people not open to just even listening to what somebody else has to say. And I'm that's not good. watching it. But like when you have that, what is it, the cancel culture reaction to things? It's just, ugh, it's exhausting. Everybody's always up in arms about everything. I where up in arms comes from. Somebody born with a couple extra ones, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe oh, Mike D. Can you look up the root of up in arms? But you know what people don't realize too is that when they tag the word pedophile and hashtag it to Lunchbox's tweets, like he's gonna go down as like whenever you search that hashtag. Uh, this yeah. I'm never searching up. the hashtag yeah. though. <laughs> but if you think I'm does. just gonna randomly search that hashtag? You're out of your mind. Right. What the F, Eddie? No, I'm saying if, if anyone does, they're going to find this guy in that hashtag, and that's not fair to him because he well, watched a movie. But anybody who's searching it? I, I well, maybe they're looking like, let me see if this guy's a, that. Yeah, I mean, but Teen Mom 2 did come back this week. That's good news. Um, okay. Here you <laughs> go. Okay, you're not building your case. <laughs> Angry Rebellious, as the town was up in arms over the state's plan to allow commercial flights at the airbase. The idiom originally referred to an armed rebellion and was so used from the late 1500s. Mm. Up in arms. Everybody's arms were up, maybe. Up in like, arms. Like, like, like guns, right? Yeah. Up in arms. Oh. oh. All right. Um, don't, don't tag me on that stuff. 
If you ever just don't want to listen to the show, just stop listening. Just you don't have to listening. post about yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, we love for you to listen. We try to make and create in a completely inclusive environment where you should feel comfortable being here with us because we aren't cool. We have as many, probably more flaws than than you. And we're not that good at radio. We're pretty good at being ourselves. But if you don't want to listen, just don't listen. I've never once been like, when I stopped watching Walking Dead, I didn't send the creator a message. Hey, dude, got bored with your show. It sucks. I'm out. I just stopped watching. Vomit emoji. Do you ever put uh, anything in the suggestion box at the restaurant or anything? No. Same kind of person, right? <laughs> no. Okay. Well... But the truth is that person still well, won't listen. Well, Eddie, to be fair, restaurants appreciate that as yes. long as it's constructive no, criticism. I get it. It's internet culture. That I get does it. But yeah. who does that? I think that I don't. Yeah. But. We could I I get feedback on my podcast. I get I read the one star reviews and you know what? I try to see hear them. <laughs> see <laughs> see where I can make improvements. Um, as long as they say it nicely, I'm fine. Yeah, constructive criticism is fine, but yeah. it's never constructive. It's just like, you're well, annoying, it, I hate you. But if it's constructive, it needs to be somebody who understands what the construction is. But, true. You don't just give constructive criticism when you have no idea what you're talking about. Yes. Huh. Oh, you mean people are rating or reviewing don't always know what well, they're talking about? Well, people, dis- <laughs> people that just disagree with you, right? that doesn't mean... That that's constructive criticism, even if they say something, even nicely. But if you just disagree, there's no reason for them to to post low reviews. Right. You post low reviews if you think the podcast sucks, yeah. like bad quality, yeah, yeah, not interested. But if you disagree with someone, <laughs> not for me. I'm I'm just not that person though. I'm not the. I just move on with my life. Um. Okay. Well, you're going to say something about I your I don't Twitter. know what I was going to say. Now oh, I'm oh, no, no, Mike. Uh, and she, Mike she, watched she, the TV it. show. Oh, yeah, Mike. That's come it. back over here. Sorry. Give us your review. Lunchbox made a cuties reference. And <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's hilarious. He's doubling down, though. You, gotta, you have to got to admire that. I'm not watching the show. It ain't for me. I'm just saying that again. But the guy does not stop. Uh, Mike, go ahead. Yeah, there's a show called Away with uh, Hillary Swank. Oh, Away. I see it. Away. 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 Yeah, I, it got kind of bad reviews, but I watched it and I really liked it. A movie or a show? It's a show. show. And okay. it's about them going to Mars. And? I thought it was pretty good. You watched the whole thing? Watched the whole thing. Okay. I, I forgot that my son and I watched an episode that I like seems like five years ago, but I think we watched it last week, <laughs> one episode, and I forgot. Yeah, it's good. Okay, I'll go back to it. Okay. She does. She's going to Mars. She's, they're the first humans to tra- travel to Mars. I just got a text from Caitlin because we, we have a big mirror in our bedroom now. Did you see it yesterday? Mm-mm. No, we. I didn't go in your room because I think you were in there or something. No, I left. Whenever you got there, I was told to leave the house. You were told? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang, so he went outside and did yard work. I really? did. <laughs> Dang, dude. I did a couple things. I went out. I feel like, like he was like, okay, I'm like, go ahead, Andy. This get, get this out. No, I, no, no, no. Go ahead. There was this stuff, like heavy things laying over there. And then all of a sudden, and Caitlin happened to be facing the window. And all of a sudden, you would see Bobby walk up and like pick up this big thing. And, be like, <laughs> and he had on a cutoff <laughs> shirt. And I feel like he was like, Caitlin can see me doing this right now. And you were it trying just to impress to be her. Moved. No, mm. no. It, the stuff just needed to be moved. My sister and her kids are coming today. Yeah. Some people that were moving some stuff out of our house didn't take all the dumpster stuff. And so there was all this wood and broken t- uh, shelves and tables. He took care of it, guys. So I just nice. took it. Yeah. I can't believe I'm going to hate for this. You're not. It was Caitlin was impressed. 
Uh, so like, were you guys wow. just watching him work for a while? No, I was. I couldn't. My see point him. is, I did. Yes, they did watch me work. My <laughs> point is, did. I didn't. Um, I wasn't in the house because yeah. You guys so, were there. but I didn't know. I didn't. They were having their Bible yet. study, I and I leave the house mm. when they have their Bible study. Um, my but Caitlin sent me a couple pictures. We have a big mirror, and my dog. I don't know if you can see this on the screen. Is now apparently Aww. when I get home is obsessed with the mirror because he's in it. That's awesome. And he stands by it and looks in it the whole time. Hold it up a little more, Bones. I'll, I'll swipe another one whenever yeah. you get that one. He's so cute. I'll put that on my Instagram story too. If you're just listening on the podcast, I'll put it on my Instagram story. But so he did that, and then I was like, "Well, that's funny. How how, how weird that he did that once." And then she sent me this one. It goes, <laughs> "Not once. He's doing it again. He won't leave." She said, "I think he thinks there's another dog, or he's really good looking." That's so funny. Can you see that one? Yeah. Well, there you go. He got a friend. And then she wrote, "Like father, like son." Oh. <laughs> you do that too? <laughs> then she wrote he's growling at himself. And then an emoji would like. Um, oh, that's funny. Okay, I'll put that on my Instagram story though, at Mr. Bobby Bones. That's yeah. it. Right, because we, we weren't on anything else, right? We can so sidetrack sometimes. Thank you for listening. You are part of our crew and we appreciate that. That's all. Anybody else that gives you problems, tell them to kick rocks. Don't don't spend them any attention. Don't don't let them have any of your up here in your head. Don't let them have any of that real estate. Because they don't deserve it. They don't deserve to live in there with you. And I try to make sure that, that doesn't happen with me too. Not always good at it. You're not always supposed to be good at it, but you can do it. I promise you. Uh, check out, you're going to hear later, but check out Kaylee Shore's new podcast. It's called Too Much to Say. Give it a, give it a try. Give it a high rating. Even if you don't listen to it, give it a high rating. Boost it up to charts. That would be nice of you. And if you do that today, it'll be good luck. You heard me say it. If you do it today, it will be good luck. Check out Too Much to Say Boost. If you don't do it today, something bad is going to happen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> when someone says stuff like that to me, I always do it just in case. Like me. You never know. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know what? They're probably full of crap, but I'm going to do it anyway just in case. <laughs> All right, here's today's show. Thank you, guys. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Morning, studio. Morning. Uh, yesterday, we talked about Eddie having a new friend, sort of. We ran out of time, so I wanted to start today's show with it. <laughs> uh, so... Eddie, describe the situation. So my cable went out, and uh, the guy came to come fix it, and he spent a little time there, and we just kind of chatted it up. And he did his job, and he fixed the cable on his way out. He's like, hey, man, let me give you my cell phone number so if you ever need anything, like, just hit me up. I'm like, really? That's never happened before, but okay. <laughs> so I took his number down, and then, you know, two hours later, he texts me. He's like, dude, great visit, man. I hope everything's good, you know? Like, just seriously, keep in touch if you need anything. So I was like, well, this could be kind of cool because I have a cable guy, like friend. So if I need DirecTV, uh, Sunday ticket or whatever, you know, like some channels, I can probably hit him up and be like, yo, Kyle, like, get me some NFL games. So that night I texted him. I said, hey, dude, good night, man. Yeah, man. Keep in touch. <laughs> good and, night. And so I'm thinking like <laughs> maybe every now and then for like wait a couple of weeks and just be like, dude, you see that game? Like, it was cool. And keep in touch so I can have a friend like this. Do you want a friend or do you want someone who's who might get fired for breaking the law for you? Oof. Well, I mean, I think only a friend would do that. So we'd have to have to work on our relationship <laughs> first a little bit. Do you feel like you guys could be friends forever? Totally. He was a cool guy. Yeah. Like, cool guy. And my type, we we vibed with music. And my type. Well, this all sounds... Met. 
This, but yeah. this all sounds like a dating situation more than it does. Than- <laughs> well, it was just me and him in the house, you know, when he came by. So yeah. we just had a lot of time to hang out and talk. What do you think about that, Amy? I mean, I think it's interesting. I think be friends with him if you like him for who he is, yeah. not for what he can get you. I don't know him that well, Bones. But just- that's that's why you date. I mean, thing- that's why you make new friends. <laughs> does the he only- know what you do? Probably. I don't we didn't talk about that. Okay, because I'm wondering if he's like at home, like, hey, I think I became friends with this guy, Eddie, and maybe he can get me. Give me that Kyle shout out on the air. Yeah, well, or did, he can give me <laughs> tickets to something or a signed Bobby Bones book. Great point. Or, well, I, then what do they say? Scratch your back, I scratch yours kind of thing? You, That's not what they say exactly, okay. but yes. I'll scratch your back if you scratch. Why mine. don't you text that to him? See what happens. Text him right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's give it a few months. See how. See where Send this him a relationship- shirtless pic and be like, I'll scratch your back <laughs> if you scratch mine. Kyle. <laughs> I mean- Morgan, doesn't this sound like every dating situation that you get in when you meet someone? Yes, it definitely does. You're like we vibed. <laughs> you know, I like him. I just yeah. don't know. And you keep in touch randomly just to keep them on the radar. I mean, let's be real. I don't really have a lot of friends. You know, I have you guys, but sometimes a new friend is. Refreshing. Does he also do Wi-Fi or just TV cable? Oh, he Amy, does internet. <laughs> Amy, he does number. internet too. Because, I mean, having someone uh, you can text about internet, that would be clutch. Well, see, I did. And when he was in there too, I told him, like, man, so I'm getting bad signal in my bedroom where I do PlayStation. You play PlayStation? He's like, yeah, I did. So we talked about PlayStation for a little bit while he was in my room looking at my Wi-Fi. Looking at my wife. I thought this thing escalated real no, quick. Wi-Fi. Oh, you're why you play video games in your bedroom where I you do. Oh, I do. No. That's yeah. How does your wife sleep when no. you play at midnight? I didn't know you played in the room with her. I do. How do you she talk sleeping? when she's behind you? I don't. That's why I have to talk that's why I have to play before ten thirty. When she sleeps, no talking. But you play. I do play. Like when I play with you, it's like eight o'clock. Right, but I'm saying you play through the overnights. You never I, talk. I can't talk. Oh my god! I can't talk to all the kids I'm playing against. If I was trying to sleep and my husband was like playing video games, I'd be so annoyed. <laughs> Has your husband played the PlayStation yet? He I, with Stevenson, but not like what y'all do. I don't know what games they're playing. It's that stuff is so foreign to me. When my kids ask me for help, I freeze and say, "We'll have to wait till Dad gets home." Bye. <laughs> I don't know anything. I mean, I guess I should learn because Caitlin says she plays with you. So yes, yeah, sometimes she'll play. There's a car game where you hit the ball and try to knock it in the goal. Yeah. Is she good at that too? She was really good at that. We played basketball as a family last night and I said something about the kids maybe. They're showing potential. They've never really played that much and now that we put up a goal, they're playing more. Stashira makes the basket every time. It's kind of crazy. And then Stevenson shows athletic potential. He just hasn't had the training and I was like maybe we should get them in some basketball lessons because there's not an option at school right now so I thought maybe we just invite somebody over that knows what they're doing and my husband's like maybe Caitlin would like to give them <laughs> lessons and I said she's not a basketball she's good, coach he said good. well she knows what she's doing I said well no I mean someone that maybe this is their side hustle but I, I can't imagine texting Caitlin like how much you charge for a basketball lesson she can do it for free. Well, I know, but she, she doesn't have time for that. We're playing. We have a game, big game Sunday. Mm-hmm. Your husband's coming. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing about an hour a couple times a week with Adam Hambrick, the artist. He lives like three houses down from me. So he just comes over and we just play bat. We play one-on-one little shooting drills. So I like that kind of workout. You're getting pretty good, too. I mean, I don't know. From the last time we played a game to the last week when we played, you got really 
good. Like, how you much? make your shots, and gosh, Amy, he's so freaking competitive. It's so annoying. Yeah, that, yeah. But what's new about that? Nothing, yeah, not but I, I just, I just re- reminded me again that you're super competitive, but you're drilling your shots, dude. You're getting better. So Thanks. how much do you think I need to practice everybody to get better? Uh, huh? To where my, every, <laughs> how much do I need to practice every day to get better? Because last You're night, playing every day, Bones? I no. try to show my kids Twice my skills. Twice a week for an hour. Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool, Amy. Hey, um, <laughs> you need a lot of practice. Just to shoot. I do, too. Okay. Well, I'll get out there every day. All it's right. easy. There you now go. Now it's in the driveway. I'll give you a famous movie. Tell me the decade it came out in. All the decades are up for grabs here. But, you know, you have 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. You have 2000s and 2010s. You going down to the 20s or 30s or anything? 2000. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. That's Neither. The 2020s or the 1920s. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nothing like that. All right, Amy, you're up first. Okay. What decade did Home Alone come out? The 90s. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. That was good, Amy. Lunchbox. Yep. Twilight. Is that the one that's uh, Jacob and them? The werewolves? No. That's how it was referred to in the movie poster. Jacob and them coming at you. The wolves. I think that's, I, I'm going to say 2000s. He says 2000s. Correct. Right. Eddie. Come on. Top Gun. Okay. So, I, yeah, 80s. Woo! You're all still in. Amy. Ghost. 80s. <gasps> wow. Ghost was 1990. Wow, Amy. That's, that's harsh. so shady. Lunchbox. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, man. I've seen that one. I'm going to go 90s just because I saw it. Dang. <laughs> 1989. Oh. That's rough, 80s. man. We switched. Eddie, what decade? For the win. Come on. What decade did Shrek happen? Hey, now. You're an all-star. Shrek. If you get this, you win. If not, we're back to the beginning. I want to say I was... I mean, I think I was still in school when this came out, so I was going to go 90s. He says 90s. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No one is still in school. Shrek came out in 2001. The 2000s. We're starting over, folks. Wow. Oh. Yeah, we're back. Jurassic Park. <laughs> 90s. Ooh, good one. Lunchbox. Titanic. 90s. Eddie. Frozen. Frozen. 2000s. What? Why, why are you looking at me like that? 2010s. 2010s. Oh, my gosh. How do you say that? You say that 2010s? Yeah. yeah That's what I have that before. Eddie, you've been eliminated. Thank you. Cause you just jump too fast. I mean, it's just like Frozen. It was 2000s for sure. 2010. I know. The, the year it was 2013 the movie came out. Yeah, way off. Amy, Still Magnolias. I think Julia Roberts did Still Magnolias before she did Pretty Woman. I think, I think, I think, I think. I say 80s. Yes. 1989. Lunchbox. Yeah. Up. The movie Up. The cartoon. Ooh, that's hard. I've never seen that one. It's good. Uh, I mean, we'll just go 2000s because I have no idea. Whoa! <laughs> Woo! 2009. Yeah. Oh. Amy, The Matrix. Oh, gosh. Um, 
was either 90s or I, I think I saw this in high school and I had to leave. So I didn't get it. 90s. 1999. Yeah, I, I knew it was probably my senior year. Lunchbox. The Social Network. Ooh, that's a good movie, too. <laughs> that's a good one, dude. How long ago was that? Man, it was that kid, and he has to be 2010s because he was in, uh, I don't know, 2010. That's when Sarah Guy got famous. What is it? 2010s. Yes! What on earth? <laughs> the year was 2010 for the social Oh, network. exactly? Mm-hmm. Okay. Amy, Napoleon Dynamite. What decade did that movie come out? What? I think it's the 2000s, but like early. Oh, or was I in high school? I know I saw it with a high school friend, but it's also my friend still. Shoot. Scott, I didn't like it when I saw it in theater. I kind of fell asleep, but then now I love it. It's like the more you watch it, the more you like it. So I'm going to go... 2000s? <laughs> 2004. Okay, I had just moved back to Austin, that's why. Lunchbox. Avatar. Uh, terrible movie. Terrible movie. 2000s. Bobby made us go do it for homework. Terrible. 2009. Oh, terrible. Was, yeah. All right, we have uh, two movies left. Amy. Mm-hmm. The Hangover. I do not know. Um, it's either the 2000s or the 2010s. The Hangover. How many hangovers are there? Is there like three now? Maybe ten. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shoot. I guess I'm going to go with 2000s. <laughs> yes. Right. Lunchbox. Yeah. The Avengers. The oh, first ooh, Avengers. Ooh, 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 ooh. Excuse me. I've never seen that. No you idea. Haven't? No idea when these came out. <sighs> I, I mean, there's been 26 Avengers, right? There's like Avengers World War this, World War Z, Bob X. So it's been more than 10 years. So it has to be, I don't know. Do the same people play the same characters in every movie? Like, well, I mean, we can't answer questions about movies. <laughs> <sighs> I like how you thought about it, though. I did. And the answer would be no. Okay. Not all of them do. But no more questions. No more questions. So, ah, man, I'll just, I'll just say 2000s because I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if that's right. What is it? 2010s. It came out in 2012. Wow, they've been cranking those out. Mm -hmm. I guess the person that would have changed roles would have been that the general, because he, he was played first by the guy from Empire, and then he flipped over. And then, what was the guy's name who played him after that? Terrence Howard. And then the other guy was? Okay. What about Hulk? Because isn't he different? Nah, same same Avenger, though. But, Amy, oh. you are you are the winner, so I'm going to play this for you. Joy. There's your big winner. There she Thank is. You. If you're feeling anxious, they say you should watch a TV show that you loved to watch when you were a kid. Because anything nostalgic reminds you of a time when you felt secure. That's cool. Kind of relaxes you a bit and calms anxiety. Wow, I like That's that. That's nice. I do that when I sleep. I watch The Office every night. Not because I was a kid, but because it calms me. I know what's going to happen. I don't have to worry about Because if I'm watching a show and I'm like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen next. I can't go to sleep. 
But I, I started The Boys back, season two on Amazon. I got through half the first episode, but I have to watch it when Caitlin's not there because she doesn't <laughs> want to watch it. And so I'm only halfway through the first episode. It's great. I love it. But I'm on that, and we are in season two of the Independence Kansas of Last Chance U. So our third season of it, but they do two seasons on the teams. So we're doing that on Netflix. What are you watching? Bloodline. Yeah, you mentioned that. You're not done with it yet? No. We're working our way through. I got to get with Caitlin on that because she's the reason why I went back to it. And it's getting a little crazy. We didn't talk about stressful before bed, so. <laughs> well, in, in Netflix, it gives you three words for the description in the bottom left corner of the page. And that one I saw pop up, it said slow burn. I was like, I don't want a slow burn show. Yeah, mm. it's it's a little bit of slow burn. My husband's really into Cobra Kai. Yeah, I wish Kayla would watch that with me. She won't, though. <laughs> yeah, she won't. Uh, here is Lindley from Texas. Here you go. Hey, morning, studio. I was just had a random thought, and I was wondering if you could tell me if I made this up or if y'all used to do this a really, really long time ago. They used to go like, I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Did I make that up? Also, does Bobby have a belly button? A long, long time ago, there was a segment, and I swear he said he didn't have a belly button. Anyway, weird things that make you go, hmm. Okay, uh, two things. You're right about both of those. When when people used to win a game, I would go, how do you feel? And their cue was, I feel okay. good. Oh, oh I, I feel, feel so good. good. Huh. And then we'd keep going. Much the way that people call and they go, morning studio, and we go, morning, all together. Mm-hmm. Just little call and answer type things. But yes, we used to do that probably 10 years ago. And then I only have part of a belly button because I have a scar from when I ruptured my spleen. They had to take it out. I have a scar going from right below my sternum down to my close to my pubic bone, and it had to run through my belly button. So I only have part of a belly button. So both those are pretty accurate. Let me see that. Good memory. Wait, look at that. They're right there. <laughs> see it? Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. All right, here we go. Number two. Hey, Bobby. Morning studio. I was watching the Dolent Challenge on Instagram, and I wanted to let you know, Bobby, that your watch looks wonderful. Keep at it. You know, I'm trying to be watch guy. Gotta watch. I gotta watch. Yeah, you did. I'm trying to silently wear it, though, and not mention much about it, but I'm just seeing if I can wear it through a bunch of days. I put it on the bedside table, so when I get up, I grab it, I put it on. (sighs) How does it feel? It feels okay. Does it feel heavy because there's something on there that usually isn't? Mm -hmm. It just, it feels like I'm always worried about it. Okay. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to get it wet, but they're like, it's waterproof. But I'm like, yeah, but still, they say my phone's waterproof. I put it in the pool, it didn't work. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to be watch guy right now. Um, let's see. Here is three kids from Buffalo, New York. Hi, I'm Emma from Buffalo, New York. Hi, I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Alex. My grandma loves your show, and it would mean the world to her if you could shout out, Happy birthday, Gail. We love you, Grandma. <laughs> Happy hilarious. birthday, Gail. That's so awesome. Cool. All right, here's another one. Hey, Bobby. I'm getting married a week before Raymundo, and I need to pick a garter song. And everyone does the Magic Mike uh, pony song, and I really don't want to use that. I prefer it to be country, so if you guys could help me out, I'd appreciate it. Well, there's always honky tonk, badonky donk. Oh, that's good. If you're looking for like a song. That is dancey, goofy, Honky sexy. Tonk. You know? <laughs> Honky tonk, but don't get donk. Or you can just do anything upbeat. You could do Blake Shelton Footloose. Although oh, yeah, not really true. but it's boom, jump, boom, boom. So what about um Big and Rich? Save, save a, a horse. horse. Yeah, that's a pretty good one too. Alright, let's do one more. Here we go. Last voicemail. Hey Bobby, how are you doing? Hey studio. Um, I know that you guys have tattoos, or some of you do. 
Um, do you think 50 is too old to kind of look at getting your first tattoo? Right? Love the show. Keep it up. Talk Ab- to you guys later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. No. Don't let other people's feelings about what they should do at their age affect what you should do at your age. These are just social constructs that people have. You want to get a tattoo at 50 or 70 or sometimes people are like 80 and they get their first tattoo? Have at it, man. The only thing you got to worry about is how good it makes you feel. If it makes you feel good, go to town. Because who cares what everybody else thinks? So go and get that old English written on your back all the way across. <laughs> it says Mack Truck. <laughs> yeah, with a bulldog face Finally. on it. Finally. <laughs> Have at it, man. I could not be more supportive of you. Who cares what age you are? All right, there you go. Those are the voicemails. You can leave us a voicemail anytime we're not on the air. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby Bones. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. The ACM Awards were last night. Carrie Underwood and Thomas Rhett tied for the Entertainer of the Year Award. Luke Combs took home Male Artist of the Year and Album of the Year. Mary Morris won Female Artist of the Year. And Old Dominion took home Song of the Year for One Man Band. Carrie Underwood honored trailblazing women of country. She covered songs from Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, Patsy Cline, Martina McBride, and more. Here's her covering Dolly. Why'd you come in here looking like that? Urban and Pink shared a world premiere performance of their new collaboration, One Too Many. You can see the full coverage of the ACM Awards at bobbybones.com. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A family was at the beach in North Carolina when their 17-year-old son Jackson was out swimming in the water. Well, he has epilepsy and he suffered a seizure in the water. Luckily, strangers pulled him to the shore and he wasn't breathing. But there was a nurse that happened to be at the beach that day. She came over, gave him CPR, brought him back to life. Wow, that's awesome. Right place at the right time, too, for her. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Seminole County, Florida. An off-duty cop was driving down the road when he passed a car in the left lane. All of a sudden, the car turns on it. Woo-woo! And goes on a speaker. Hey, you need to slow down and pull over. You're going to hurt somebody. So the guy pulls over. He's like, what's going on? It was just a security guard acting like a cop. Oh. <laughs> and so he pulled over the off-duty cop. Off-duty cop's like, dude, you ain't a real cop. Arrested him. No. Oh, no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so sad. And he, he had a, a vest on that said criminal task force. Uh. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Time for our very popular game, Elder versus Millennial. Eddie's the oldest. Morgan is the youngest. We have them battle it out in trivia, answering questions about each other's generation. Let's introduce our players. He's the dad of four. They call him the Hispanic who don't panic. Yeah. He took on a whole new persona. When he became the first on the show to get Corona. Uh, I didn't rhyme that right exactly. <laughs> I should have said persona. It was close. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I committed to persona. <laughs> so you got to stick with it. 
He All took right. on a whole new persona. Yeah. When he became the first person to get Corona, it's producer Eddie. Yeah. Everyone. Nice. <laughs> she runs our digital. She's five eat. Don't eat meat. Born in 1994 with blonde hair galore. She's Ooh. a social media machine. So can I get a Yas Queen? That's right. Morgan number two, everybody. <laughs> she like that. That was great. It was great hearing Bobby say it. Uh, Yas right. Queen. Eddie, you have uh, three questions Come about on. Morgan's generation. Question number one. Which way do you swipe on Tinder if you don't like someone? Oh, this is tough. If you don't, I think it's if you like, you swipe right. So it rhymes and it makes sense, so let's go left. If you don't like someone, you say it's left. Left. Yes. An attractive photo posted on social media to entice a response of desire is known as what? Mm-hmm. Like hungry or something, thirsty. Uh, an attractive photo posted on social media to entice a response of desire is known as what? Oh, to millennials, fishing, fishing for like likes, fishing, fishing. Your answer? Fishing. Not right, Morgan. Martha Stewart posted one of these. It's a thirst trap. Thirst oh, trap. Right. Thirst, but accepted thirsty thirst trap. Oh, yeah. dang, and I did say that earlier. I did okay. say that. But then you went to fishing, which is a scam mm-hmm. that people try to... I know. thought about that as soon as I said it. But it's uh, like you. You just got to run with it. Why is that like me? Because you did Corona, Corona. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what reality show was a spinoff of Laguna Beach and focused on the personal and professional lives of several young women living in L.A.? And here is the theme. You know that show, Eddie. I mean, I've never watched it. You guys, you guys watched this? Yeah. So I'm gonna guess it's The Hills, but I never saw it. Mm, the Hills. Is yeah. <laughs> nice. What I'm talking Dang. about. Eddie comes out with two on that one. Morgan stole one. Over to Morgan. Here we go. Morgan, if there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you gonna call? <laughs> I mean, I want to say Ghostbusters, but that doesn't feel right. If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? I mean, I think that's the theme. It's like, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm going with Ghostbusters. something strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? Woo! Okay. Nice. Uh, Fill in the blank. Conjunction, junction, what's your... Function. Wow! That was fast. (laughs) Nailed it. What's your function? How did you know that? I know. It was in there. Morgan, if you get this, you are the winner. Okay. What TV show was about a couple named George and Louise moving into a swanky high-rise building? Here's the theme song. Know that theme song. I don't know that I know the show, though. Family Matters. I don't know if that's Beans my don't answer. Beans don't burn on the grill. Just to get up that hill. I'm, I'm going with Family Matters. Eddie, steal the tie. Wheezy, I'm going with the Jeffersons. That's it. Right there. <laughs> and with that, it's time. Oh, yeah. 
God! Sudden death, Eddie. <sighs> Ready. Question number one. Three questions in a row. Come on. Millennials are to thank for a rise in this. What's it called when you camp in style and comfort? Oh, oh, oh. When you camp in style and comfort, it's like, uh, um, Kush. <laughs> Dude, that is not what that is. So dumb. It is glamping. Glamping. This was a must-have fad toy that resembled a hamster or owl-like creature which came to life. What is it called? Mmm. Hair- is it the hairy one? Yamaguchi? Hairy Yamaguchi? Nope. Hold on. Um, 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 go with a uh, Hatchimal. A Furby. Furby. Midway, Camp Rock, and Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, are all movies starring what actor? Can you name those again? Camp Rock, Midway, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. The Rock. Nick Jonas. Oh, my goodness. All right, Morgan, all you have to get one of okay. these. Okay, all right. Sudden death questions. Uh, this was a popular toy franchise of the 80s. The doll had red hair, freckles, and a beaming personality. Her bonnet was also covered with her namesake. What was the name of the doll? Oh, oh, I know this. Uh, I don't know. Strawberry shortcake. What was Scooby-Doo's favorite food? Scooby snacks? There she is. There she is. Taking it home today. Nice job, Morgan. Thank you. You guys tie a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie? I, I didn't feel good about that game. Why? I just didn't perform well. True. I drew, I mean, the, the tiebreaker just drew a blank, all of them. Stupid. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Kaylee Shore. So brought Kaylee in today because we just launched a new podcast called Too Much to Say with Kaylee Shore on the Nashville Podcast Network. Is this the first time you've been in studio? Yes, it is. All right, let's clap for it. That's right. Let's clap for it. The first episode's available now. New episodes every Wednesday, but it's called Too Much to Say. And before I ask you about it specifically, I can tell you why. Because I sought you out to do a podcast. Yeah, which was a really cool feeling. I just She's so funny on Twitter and Instagram. And I was like, she has so much to say. And she's pretty funny. And so we had a bunch of conversations. She definitely has a, a different perspective than a lot of folks in town. And I think this is just going to be such a fantastic podcast. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be, you know, a really fun outlet to be able to share more behind the songs and just stuff in general, you know? So the first episode's called The Last Apology. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you laugh? Well, because it's like I started the episode off being like, this is the one and only apology I'm going to give to my mother, my ex-boyfriends, and my publicist. Um, you're not getting anything else with this podcast. That's your one time. I'm going to say sorry for whatever I'm about to say for however many seasons we have of it. So so you're talking about going up to your last record, and there was a breakup between you and your ex-boyfriend? Yeah. And I guess not a good one? No, we were together for six years and like moved here together, and it was, it was super, super messy and just ended up... Um, but I got a record out of it, and I think he got regrets. So, <laughs> <laughs> what um, what do you say about the breakup? What have you said publicly? Um, I mean, I think most of it was pretty obvious. You know, I mean, you you guys all understand being on you know Twitter and stuff. Even if you're just in your hometown, people are like, "Why aren't you posting pictures of that person anymore?" It's like, well, <laughs> pull up a seat, buddy. Um, but I think most of it was like said in my music more than anything, so I never had to super address it, and it's been two years since, but I mean, the songs are very 
detailed. There's not really anything left out, but I'm sure I'll tell more than I have. On they the ever podcast. hit you up and go be like, oh, you shouldn't say that in a song. I wish you wouldn't have said that in a song. Well, <laughs> yeah. So the one of the like most critically acclaimed songs on the album that got a lot of attention was called F.E. Forever. <laughs> and Good it's title. about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. What's that about? <laughs> I know, right? It's about taking a uh, ring and putting it on your middle finger so you can say F.E. Forever. And I heard through the grapevine, not necessarily from him, that he told one of our like old friends, like, I just think that's a little too literal. And I was like, mm, well, you cheating on me when I was on tour was a little too literal. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, you this, open this, this up. I know this is a very, it's a very honest um, look at a life from her perspective. Uh, so check out too much to say. I'll promote it again in just a second. But you know, we have featured you on the Women of Byheart Country, which I produce and Amy hosts, and we you, we played Lullaby. I think is the first time we, we played your song. Mm-hmm. So you have your guitar with you. Would you mind playing a little lullaby for us? Not at all. All right, here's Kaylee Shore. Everybody, as she's getting ready at Kaylee Shore, K A L I E. Amy, didn't you call her Callie? The I first did. time, and then we, yeah. I, f- I felt bad, and then we replayed it. You felt bad. I felt bad. <laughs> so we did Like, it. Kaylee recorded herself, I remember now, in her car hearing it, and mm-hmm. Amy goes, and here she is, Callie Shore. And she was like, it's okay, it's okay. Like, she's reassuring <laughs> herself and her friends, it's okay, they're still playing the song. I mean, it. yeah, exactly, that's exactly what counts, and... I mean, how many times have you had your name mispronounced? Me all the time. If you're still getting into the Radio Hall of Fame, then <laughs> they can't take it back. All right, here she is, Kaylee Shore. Here's a little bit of Lullaby. I don't want to chain smoke cigarettes by myself anymore. Don't want to drink whiskey out of the bottle on the bathroom floor. And I don't want to hate somebody I barely know just for loving you Because if I'm honest, I get it Once upon a time, I did too But this is a sound of letting it go Of learning to sleep when you're sleeping alone Of figuring out how to love when you don't Yeah Tonight I won't need the hallway light I'm singing one last lullaby And I'm putting this to bed I'm putting this to bed Nice. Haley Shore. I was pulling some of your tweets here. You wrote, One girl's trash is another girl's new boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Was that inspired by anything? I mean, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Sounds like it. It sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I like always hear like feedback from you know because Nashville's such a small town. Everybody knows everybody, and my friend was like, "I saw your ex boyfriend's new girlfriend drunk at Red Door, telling everybody that his ex girlfriend tweets about her." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's not wrong." <laughs> Here's another Kaylee tweet. Follow your heart is terrible advice. If I followed my heart, I'd be throwing rocks outside a guy's window who hasn't texted me back since Obama was president. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Like, I would see this stuff and I'd be like, man, she should do a podcast. Thank you. Uh, And she is doing a podcast, by the way. Um, Here you go. Quote, my Twitter makes it seem like I've dated a million different people, but in reality, it's three guys with 14 personalities. (laughs) Nice. That's pretty funny. Um, All right. Let's do another song. Do you mind? Yeah, not at all. Will so. you do Alice in Wonderland? Could we play that on this show? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was that was really cool. And this one, 
speaking of, you know, people knowing songs are about them, is about a real person named Alice. And the metaphor just presented itself so easily. I had to had to do it. I hope you guys like it because she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderland is it magic or not exactly what you planned? Can only imagine the new ways he's learned to break our heart. Hey Alice, I know it's not my place, and you're not asking, but I need to say it anyway. Cause I'm wishing I knew what I do now from the start. It sounded beautiful at first, didn't it? But before you know it, every bottle says, drink me. Before you know it, yeah, you're gonna start shrinking. He'll make you feel small. There's so far to fall when you're loving a madman. So hey, Alice, how is Wonderland? So cutting. Oh. I mean, that's yeah. so cutting. Good. Good, good, good. Hey, so I heard once that you caught an ex-boyfriend cheating because of Venmo. No, I found out he had a new girlfriend because of Venmo. Oh, oh yes. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> what was he like paying? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the, with the um, certain emoji? Go buy yourself flowers. I feel bad because I should know. Um, <laughs> no, it's like I was talking about how weird it is being a millennial and dating and all the different things that you never had to think about. Like, I mean, even three, four years ago, you couldn't check and see who watched your Snapchat story. The amount of like anxiety that has caused me alone is insane. And Venmo, like I remember I was just like looking at my feed and you don't think, you think to unfriend them on Facebook, you don't think to unfriend them on Venmo. And it was just like date night, they heart, heart. And I was like, (laughs) can't even send my friend money for shots and peace over here. This whole thing. All right. (laughs) Kaylee has a new podcast. It has launched today. Um, Check it out. It is called too much to say with Kaylee Shore. K A L I E Kaylee Shore. So you're supposed to tour with Martina, but that got canceled because of COVID. Yes, that was, I was supposed to do that. I was on my first headlining tour, doing my first UK tour. Um, and I know everybody has been so affected by COVID, but the Martina thing was a, was a special type of loss. And she actually asked me to go on tour with her because she heard my album and really liked it. And that's not normally how it works anymore. And she like specifically asked, but haven't gotten to meet her, but we were supposed to like go sing Concrete Angel together every night. Cause I sang that when I didn't make it on the voice and it was going to be this great moment and great consolation prize. But um, I think we'll be rescheduling those hopefully for late 2021. Well, that means that that wasn't the worst because she got COVID too. Don't forget. She was on the show when she had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Her and your roommate is Taylor Acorn. They got COVID yeah, together. Remember right. having them on the yeah, show? That's mm-hmm. right. That was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's it like living with another artist? Like some, when you're both trying to make it, is it supportive, competitive, both? I think it's supportive. We also live with a songwriter, Emma Lynn White, and we all write together and you know, it's, it's, I mean, Taylor's voice is insane. And so she'll just be like in the bathroom singing all time low or something while I'm like get making breakfast in the kitchen. I'm just like, 
this is so precious and <laughs> like a little concert, but we all write together and you know, it's, it's really cool to live in like this little musical commune thing. <laughs> um, what did you perform to when Maine's got talent back in 2010? Oh my God. An original song I wrote about the quarterback called notice me. It was so bad. It was literally so bad. It was like, why won't you notice me? Was the hook. That's what I wrote about Eddie first time. <laughs> and it worked. It was the same. Hey. Here we are. Have you seen people steal your tweets online and then post them as their own? Has that been a thing you've ever seen? I've seen it a few times, but honestly, the funniest one has been like when they've been turned into memes. And like, I think, okay, so I tweeted one time because my first red carpet interview, they asked me, so what's like your go-to red carpet accessory? And I didn't think, I just was like, oh, Spanx. Like, of course, it's Spanx. That's what you wear on every red carpet. And, like, Spanx just ran an ad campaign with my tweet, like, because I tweeted that quote and just random stuff like that. But I haven't seen people stealing them too much, thankfully. Well, I hope everybody checks out your podcast. It is, again, called Too Much to Say with Kaylee Shore. Um, Ripped jeans, tattoos, (laughs) you know, a lot to say. She (laughs) definitely has um, an attitude and... I'm super pumped that that you're on. Don't you think she has an attitude about her? I think it's great. I, I think mean, it's refreshing. Yes. I hope it's a I positive like it. one. Oh, totally. Well, no, it doesn't have to always like be positive. I like you guys. No, no, him. no. I don't <laughs> think it has to always be positive. I think it should just be how you feel, and I think yeah. you do that regardless, and Thank I think you. that's refreshing. Thank you. So, all right, you guys check it out. Kaylee, great to see you. Follow her at, uh, at Kaylee Shore, K-A-L-I-E-S-H-O-R-R. Whew. I bet people pronounce it wrong all the time. All the time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Kaylee, good to talk to you. Congratulations. Thank you. And then uh, we'll see you soon. There she is, everybody. The new workout trend is skin colored gear. And I've seen people wearing this and they look naked. Mm-hmm. For a they second. do. I saw someone the other day like that. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Funny you mentioned that. Yeah. They look naked. If your goal in working out is to look nude, <laughs> you're doing it. Then you can hop in on this. The new workout trend is skin colored gear from yoga pants to uh, like the biker shorts mm-hmm. and even the tops. Do you have any skin colored gear, Amy? I don't. But I'm always a little behind on trends, so give me a little bit of time. <laughs> there have been girls in yoga pants, and I've been like, they're not wearing any. Oh, okay. Yes, they are. It's weird. Do man. they have different shades of color for like different skin colors? I think so. Because yeah. the, the one yeah. I saw was matched perfectly. <laughs> Crazy. So. It's like a concealer. You yeah. like try to fit it just right. You go into Dillard's and you, all right. Like the makeup, they try to mix it just uh-huh. right. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Luke Holmes and his new wife, Nicole, they wrestled with the idea of what their first dance song was going to be, but ultimately settled on Beautiful Crazy. I saw this and good for them. Yeah. It's a wonderful song. I would just feel weird dancing to me singing. Mm-hmm. That's why they wrestled with it. They didn't know if it was really weird or totally corny. And ultimately they settled on the fact that he wrote it for her before they even started dating. And it's a song that got him some serious browning points when she heard it. So it's a very special song to them. And they said, screw it. We don't care what anybody else thinks we're doing it. And that's what they should do. Even if it is corny, as long as it makes you happy, who cares? Yeah, it's still romantic. I would struggle. All right, guys, I'm going to first dance to me doing the... (laughs) (laughs) Bobby's big story of the day. Uh, Yeah, but good for them. All right, what else? So you're not going to like this, but phone calls form stronger bonds than text messages. Uh, A study was done at the University of Texas in Austin, and it says that people 
that are sending text messages are not having the same connection as those that pick up the phone and make a phone call. It's You're significantly more connected if you actually talk to the person voice to voice than just typing a message that you read back and forth. I don't think that's wrong. Oh, I thought you were I'm just right. not trying to be connected to everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? The voice itself is integral to bonding. So if you're looking to bond, pick up the phone. Katy Perry got a restraining order against a stalker who hopped a fence into her property last week while she was home with her newborn daughter. It's this 38-year-old man. His name is William Terry, and he's been posting lewd messages about her on social media for months. He also sends threats to Orlando Bloom, and then he showed up. At their house while she's home, she had security on site. So they're not police, they're just security. And they asked him to please leave and he refused. So they did a citizen's arrest until the police got there to detain him. But she's scared that he's just going to get out and keep doing it again because clearly he's crazy. Yeah, we're dealing with a little bit of that ourselves right now, honestly. It's nuts. Caitlin is for the most part. Yeah. With with somebody. So yeah, not not a fun situation at all. All right, there you go. Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. Let me go over to Melissa in Virginia. Hey Melissa, how are you? Good. Morning, studio. Morning. I was just wondering if Amy had made a decision on whether or not her daughter can have a TV in her room. Yeah. I fought for it hard. You did. It, we there's been no movement on that. I've kind of shelved it. We've had to focus on some other things in our family, and I just I shared with her that just now is not the best time to have it. When is? Don't know, but it's I feel not like now. I'm representing her at this point. Yeah, yeah you like, are. When is? Can we readdress it? Are you on retainer or what? <laughs> can we readdress it October first? That's not enough time. I can already tell you, it's not happening by October first. You want to readdress it for like Christmas? No, I just think it's a. Okay, what if I get her a TV as a Christmas present? No. Well, no, stop it. No, I'm just saying I think <laughs> that she's old enough and has proved that she is so mature mm-hmm. and she makes really responsible decisions. She does. That under your rules, mm-hmm. if she wants to watch TV in her room, let her. She mm-hmm. can't watch it all night. Yeah, I know that she will. She is a rule follower. I know if I say turn off the TV at 9 p.m., she will turn it off. The, the problem I, is she— I will buy her a TV for Christmas and not until Christmas. If you allow it. And then do you want to come over and handle our son? I have nothing to do with that. You, But if you <laughs> get her a TV and she has it. And well, then he should it. earn it and be older and be more responsible. Be older. I wish I could just tell him that. It's okay. But like, son, get just older, be maybe. older. Yeah, I got like, you. Be older. Could you just please be older? I, I'm just an advocate for her and her not too. having to be punished because of him and his I, age and his mm-hmm. any sort of uh, I understand irresponsibility. That. It is super unfortunate, but when you're navigating two little lives and trying to keep the peace and balance, we have other TVs in the house. It's not like she doesn't have access to a TV. You know what I mean? Uh, if you're listening to this right now, bring this back up on the air in October, mm-hmm. October 1st. I'd like to, I'm not going to bring it up with Amy because off the air... You know, great. So now you're campaigning for others to get involved? Yeah. Like, I really think. <laughs> you're forming a. TV for Stashira. <laughs> Hashtag TV for Stashira. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Melissa, thank you for that question. I'd forgotten about it, but I'm glad you brought it up. Yep. Super No glad. problem. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there was this group of cyclists out on a ride in California, and they spotted $100 bills, a wallet, a driver's license, bank cards, all scattered on the road. So they stopped 
their little bike trip, rounded everything up. They collected more than $4,000. Then they went to Facebook wow. to try to track down the person that it belonged to. And within hours, they found the guy and they were able to give it back to him, which was super cool. It was like, I guess a guy had left his wallet on a flatbed truck when he stopped for gas. And then when he took off, then the wallet flew, ended up spreading all over the road. How lucky for him. That like some good folks found it and got, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, because they were on a bike ride and it scattered. So they went to go find yep. everything. But yeah, that they were able to find him on Facebook. Hey, it's, it's another example of Facebook being used for good. Well, that's like two ever. But still, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> uh, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy's going to read us a joke and we have to figure it out today. It's the investigative corny. Why are you laughing? Nothing. Because I'm 12. Okay. okay, good. Oh, then I like this. I like where this is going. All right, all right. Amy, ready? Yeah. You have one minute and 30 seconds from the moment you finish reading the joke. <laughs> the morning corny. Where do cow farts come from? Where do cow farts come from? Begin. Milk. Cow farts. <sighs> I mean, Butters, I, imme- I immediately went to Uranus, but that's Cow-anus. probably not it. <laughs> the planet. Uranus. Cow farts. Cow pasture, pastures. Ooh. Uh, cow. Moon. Dung. Cow tipping. Dung. Cow sh- no. spot. Where do cow farts come, come from? from? Toots. Toots. What's a cow? Beef. Beef. Milk. Uh, dairy. Um, cattle. Farm. Oh. Oh my gosh. What? Has, can it be shoot? Like, you know, like the shoots that the cows come out of? Huh? What's, what's the answer? Poop shoot. What? Interesting. <laughs> I'll just it. say no. It's not it, is it? <laughs> yeah. okay. I, I, I mean, it has to be, think it's got to be something clever and funny. Like, Well, no, it doesn't have to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it always Wait, is. Wait, this is like the rest of them, right? <laughs> so, it's, yeah. so it's really not. <laughs> hey, rude. Okay, okay. Let's think. Where did cow farts come from? Mm-hmm. Gas. Gas. Nostrils. Butter. Got nothing, bones. Milk sacks. Beef. Milk sacks. Beef. Isn't that what they have on there? <laughs> Dairy. Lactose. Where do farts come from? Your butt. The, yeah, the stu- Well, yeah, the butt, but we've already been there. <laughs> Your butt. <laughs> I mean, Time. cowboy butt. Time. The Here we didn't get it. Go ahead. <laughs> The morning corny. Where do cow farts come from? Uh, this is the most we ever said fart in one segment ever. <laughs> uh, Amy, where did cow farts come from? The dairy air. Uh, dairy air. Dang. The dairy air. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's yeah. a tough one. It is That's tough. real tough. Yeah, but y'all are smart. Mm. Are we? <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Amy. Some people just don't know what to do with their money in dumb, dumb ways. Because... Airlines started to offer flight to nowheres where people spend money to get on an airplane. They take them up around and just land on the same spot. Yeah, people are buying them. Stop it. Yeah. Flights that take off and land from the same place (laughs) may start as early as next month. They've already announced it, but aren't there other things? Like what? Yeah, what? I would get if it was a tour, like a little tour. You get in a plane, you go see the city or something. But that's not what this is about. It's about just going up on a flight, getting all the... Peanuts, flight attendant, <laughs> sodas, Corona. Well, they, oh, yeah, yes, get Corona. Yeah. Too. Will they even serve the food? Or? I don't know. Is it a, your own plane? Like just you on there? Nope. Or a bunch of people. bunch of people. Oh. Destination free flying. Mm. Wouldn't that be the biggest waste of money? Yes. 
I just think some people have too much money. They don't even know what to do with it. It's now time for a segment we call Rejected Segments. Rejected Segments. So these didn't make it, and I compiled a bunch of them, and then I come on and read them all. (laughs) These are ideas that people on the show have sent me. And what inspired this was Lunchbox sent this. Bobby, we need to lock your hair. Would you be willing to let us sell your hair? Abraham Lincoln's hair sold for $81,000 at an auction. This could be some extra spending cash. <laughs> Abe Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be great. People would go crazy to have a lock of your hair, and it would just be like an extra 10000 bucks we'd make. You know, Bones, no, he's not wrong. No chance. Right, Eddie. He's not wrong. Yes, he's very wrong. Nobody gives a crap about my hair. These listeners would buy it. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Oh. And that's why it's a... <laughs> Rejected segments. Oh. Here's another one. Eddie. Eddie sent this. I had another crazy dream. We don't ever talk about dreams Mm -hmm. on this show. Mm -hmm. Dreams never make it. He said, however, this one was a good one. And if it ever came true, I would start taking my dreams a little more serious and believe that they were actually telling me things. I dreamt Blake and Gwen broke up. Save the date. You heard it here first. Yeah. What is the difference between that and Raimundo coming and saying, I saw a tweet. It may mean something else that it says. You had a dream. Yeah. Guys, if But it, he saw something in real life. Bones, <laughs> if it happens, you can come back to this rejected segment and be like, wow, Eddie did have that dream. Gosh, oh, I, oh man, I had well, a dream Carrie's gonna have another kid someday. So if it ever happens, okay, now see, you're just making not, that up. I had exactly. a dream that you're gonna have to drink water today. See, you're being dumb about it. I had a dream I can't even share right now. And this, <gasps> what the whoa, whoa, go, right, I, this is a segment that made it. Go ahead. <laughs> Accepted segments. <laughs> go ahead, Amy. More? <laughs> No, it's more like a nightmare, and I hope it doesn't come true, Eddie. What Eddie? is Whoa. it? <laughs> well, Eddie, go ahead. All right, that's why it was a <laughs> rejected segment. Oh. Here's another one. Raymundo said, I may have found the creepiest website of all time. Wait till you hear about it. <laughs> what is it? It's just called Window Swap. It's not even that creepy. But what do you do? It, it is. So people broadcast from their houses, and like sometimes the window is in their bedroom, and so there's a live audio feed. So sometimes people leave the camera on it, and I think maybe they're having fun in the morning before they go to work or something like that. But you just go to it. You can see cities across the globe, oh, no. other people's windows, and I thought maybe Bones could do this in his window and put it on the website. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it was a <laughs> rejected segment. Oh. You got caught in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's another one. Eddie wrote... Do you think Bass Pro would give me a pontoon? Can we do this as a segment? <laughs> Why did I get two rejected segments? <laughs> that was just an idea. It's hey, bro. Hey, no, no. Okay. hey, bro, I really want a boat. We've rented a pontoon three times for the past five months out at the lake, and we love it. I need one. <laughs> I was over at Bass Pro the other day, and I saw they have some nice pontoons oh, out there. real nice ones. Do you think Bass Pro would give me or give, give us a showboat? Like, we can all share it, and every time we use it, we post about it on oh, social media. That's, that's kind of a good fun. idea. Thank you, guys. Eddie, that's actually a good idea. Whoa, 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 we can whoa, park whoa. in the garage. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We could sign. There could be a calendar. Of course. Yeah, yeah it's like a timeshare. Absolutely. And then, because I think my family would like to go out on a pontoon. Bones, we go fishing for stripers on the boat? Okay, Eddie. That's a rejected segment. Oh. There you go. Rejected segments. Here's one from Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I got three now. This is terrible. <laughs> Again, these are segments sent to me that they want to talk about on the show. Uh, Ray is trying to win a contest at his apartment complex. <laughs> I got a text from one of our friends that does videos. He said that Ray hit him up over the weekend asking if he could shoot a video of his apartment for $100. <laughs> Ray said that he's trying to win some open door contest that his apartment is having and the prize will be a Visa gift card. <laughs> yeah, too late. We already lost that. So Did some, you try? Yeah, absolutely. And they picked a different guy he lived with, I guess, his family. So they went that route instead of just me and Bay. 
Okay. Oh, let's do one more. Here's another one. Rejected segments. Oh. This one's from Eddie. Oh my god. It says, "Is hey you always said in a flirty way?" This is a good one. Okay, go ahead then. Yeah, is it because there's a mom at my? Mm, shouldn't have said that. There's someone <laughs> at some place. <laughs> That every time she sees me, she goes, hey, you. And I'm like, what? Like, why don't you just say hi? <laughs> I feel like she's flirting with me. So I want to ask you guys, does that mean she's flirting? I, mm. Hey, you. Hey, you. But, but guys, listen. Hey, you. I mean, it is a or, little, it has a flirty connotation. Like, hey, you. I don't know. That, but he's, he said she's not going, hey, you. She's yeah. going, hey, you. Hey, you. No, how do we know she's not going, hey, you, and Eddie's hearing it as, hey, no, you. I wouldn't make that <laughs> Maybe up. Maybe she doesn't know your name, and it's awkward, so she just tries Good. to say, hey, you. Does she lick her lips before she says it? No. <laughs> no <she laughs> Is doesn't. your wife around when she says it like Never. that? Never. Never. If your wife's around, does she not say that? I didn't notice. I will pay attention next time. So do it again. What does she do? Hey, you. I'm borderline on this. Right? Yeah. I mean, it can be funny. It's like, hey, you. She's yeah. Like, but I, she does it all the time, Eddie, though. I really think she doesn't know your name. She's, she's doing what Bobby does with his, Caitlin's dad. Hey, hey you. Hey. <laughs> I don't even say anything. It doesn't make eye contact and start talking. All right, there you go. That's a segment that we called. That was Rejected Segments. Oh. Raymundo's fiance is on. He's Ray. She's Bay. And we wanted to talk about a couple things. So, good morning. Her name's Laura. Good morning, Laura. Hey, Bobby. Hey, glad you're here because we have some stuff that we kind of want to talk about that Ray has said on the show in the past few days. And mostly we like to fact check. You know how sometimes of course. presidential candidates will say stuff and you're like, is that even true? We do that with Ray a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. You fir- should. First off, Ray tells us that he's down at the pool and all these single girls come up to him asking him to party. And he said that's never happened before. He said, but because he's now engaged, they come and ask him to party. He says no, but then takes one of them up to the apartment. What do you know about that story? Um, yeah, he. I was taking a nap, and he was going to go down the pool and take a nap. And I guess, like, this girl woke him up while he was taking a nap, and he brought her up to see the place. And I've seen her before, so I was just like, hey, like, this is awkward, but whatever. It's Ray, and he's been drinking, so whatever. And she was nice, but... Yeah, not my favorite moment, but it was fine. <laughs> Don't you worry about Ray making other dumb decisions when he has too much to drink? No, I mean, I trust him 100% about, you know, as far as relationship-wise. I just think that he loves to be center of attention, so anything that he, you know, he feeds off other people just laughing at him. So, you know, that's just how he is. And so, Amy, you said, because we've been talking about Ray Ray's wedding ring. Yeah. Because a guy usually gets the standard... Straight up ring. Just it can band, be a band, gold. it can be gold, silver, it can be like rubber. Some people have rubber ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so so Bay texted you pictures of the ring, right? Ray wants? Yes. And while it's not as bad, I mean Ray wants diamonds, and so white diamonds like scare me for a guy. I'm like, no, no, no. What guy gets diamonds I in their engagement band though? Like I, let's not just wipe over this and act like it's normal. <laughs> right. So then now he's into he's willing to compromise with like a black ring with black diamonds. And when she sent me the pictures, I was like, okay, I was picturing something way worse. So I guess if you have to meet in the middle, the black on black hides the diamonds a little bit. So it's kind of okay, but I feel bad for Laura because I know she really would like to just buy a regular ring and she's the one that's having to buy it. And I thought, is this how guys feel if they have to buy their woman a ring she really wants and they hate it? Well, it is a little, it feels unfair that we have to buy a ring. Sure. Because it's so expensive and you guys don't have to buy crap. Right? 
Well, this ring is expensive. That's what I'm going to ask. Are you just doing this to prove a point? Nope. I just uh, wanted a little bit of bling. I did spend a lot of money on her ring, so I thought, why am I going to get a rubber band or whatever these guys are doing nowadays? I want something that flashes a little bit, and it's going to look good on camera. I mean, and Steve's (laughs) even showed me his. He has diamonds, so there's other guys around here that have diamonds. Scuba Steve has diamonds in his ring? Yeah! What color? I got black diamonds and white gold. This is what I've always wanted. My wife got it for me. Let me see that. I think it's beautiful. Bring it. No, no. Bring bring it in here. here. We need to see in person. Because oh. I've seen his hand and I don't notice those diamonds. Okay, the black, because the black diamonds, I'm telling you, once Bay sent me the picture, it's not as bad as I thought. It's the... Scuba Steve's walking in with his ring. Okay. It looks kind of like something Ed Hardy would wear. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, Let me see. No. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, no. Like it, what? It works well with an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Okay, Hardy. it's not that bad. It's Doesn't, not that bad. In like jeans with, wow. if you're a dude with jeans with the- Like a chain. Oh, like embroidery. Chain. Embroidery on the pockets. And big buttons. Yeah. So- Probably listen to Creed. I mean, I feel- like, <laughs> Oh, I feel bad if someone's driving in their car right now and they're looking wearing down. Ed and they're, <laughs> they're wearing that. Okay, so- Black diamonds on black, not that bad, I will say. So I can kind of get behind that. But I don't know if Ray's what he's pushing for. Laura, what would you think about this when he said to you, hey, I'd like to have a ring with diamonds in it? Well, I just thought maybe he was just kidding. I don't know. But we went, I wish I would have filmed it. We went into this ring store with beautiful rings. And there's all these choices. And he goes right over there to the flashy crazy looking rings and I'm like and he was trying some of these on that looks like Super Bowl rings and I'm like you're kidding right and he's not kidding yeah! like he's not kidding he's a hundred percent serious and I was like what no like I'm not and it's not has nothing to do with price it has to do with just like is this Ray just being funny but it's not funny because it's our wedding ring you got to wear forever or are you like actually liking these horrible looking rings like I don't know. So that that was um, it was an interesting experience, and I still am trying to talk him into one that just is like simple and classy. But Ray's not necessarily simple and classy. He's more crazy and flashy. So, so what was the price of the most expensive ring that he looked at and asked for? There were some that were close to three thousand. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Oh. So is he serious? Yeah. I don't know. I, I never know what that I guy. He, he's serious. I yeah. He's. He, I honestly didn't think he was serious, but he he's serious, hundred percent. Ray, where but do you want to land on this? Oh, sorry, Bay. Uh, but he, uh, he the guy at the ring store said he's never seen a stalemate like this at, at an, a guy's purchase of a ring before. And I said, I'm not like every other guy. That's why I want something that's going to show my personality. And that's diamonds. White, black diamonds, and then probably dipped in white gold. No, no, no. You No, black diamonds on a black ring. <gasps> no, black. I may be going white gold. No, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah! I'm telling you. I want some Schwartz crystals. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, I know. I know. Okay, well, Bay, good luck. The wedding is in October. <laughs> We're talking about... Hold on a second. Let me see. A little over a month. Yeah. Over Just yeah. a little over one month. Right around the corner. This is the black on black. I know. Y'all need to get fitted for your suit. Thank you, Bay. I know. Thanks oh, yeah, for the yeah, reminder. reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Ray y'all, says we don't... Ray says we don't have to do it until the week before. No. Oh, my gosh. Like, literally, the groomsmen are going to be the death of me. My bridesmaids are just seriously just so calm and collective, got their stuff together. Y'all are like, Eddie's over here saying, don't get married. And then I have, like, all these other... Y'all are going to kill me. Dang. I, I never said don't do get we married. Wanna, do we want to put when our foot in the, t- the toe? I said marriage point? is hard. When did you... No, on the sore losers, you're like, are you sure you want to do it? I don't remember saying that. 
Oh, you're yeah. like uh, I, um, for you. you're like Miranda <laughs> on Sex in the City. Car- Big didn't marry Carrie because at the rehearsal dinner, Miranda is in a fight with her husband and she looks at Big and she's like, he, she says something, I can't believe y'all are really going to do this and walks away and it gave him cold feet and he didn't show up at the wedding. Wow, spoiler alert. Well, well, well I mean, I would, I'm not Miranda and I would never do that, <laughs> by the way. Okay. Well, one time a Gossip Girl. <laughs> Eddie, how do you feel about telling Ray she shouldn't get married? No, I was giving Ray good advice. Like, dude, you got to make sure, like, this is a big thing in your life and, and I know guys we don't even think about marriage until it comes around we're like oh well crap let's just let's just do it but I'm talking about Ray not Bay this has never been about Bay it's been about Ray you got to be ready in your heart to be married cuz this is a lifelong decision that's it that's a it's a guy talking to a guy that's it yeah but it was on Thor loser so the guys <laughs> podcast <laughs> there's girls that listen yeah no yeah. for sure okay uh bay thank you for your for your time and I'll, I'll, I'll see you soon for sure. All right. All right. Bye right, bye. There she is. Ray, how'd you feel about that call? That was awesome. Okay. She's better on this show than me. She's good. I, I don't know. She's great. I practice every day on air, and I think she sounds better than me. You practice every day on <laughs> air? What do you, how do you <laughs> practice? You mean like by right- showing up right now? Oh, okay. I mean, she does that once in a blue moon. It's money. All right. Yes. It was a great, great, great appearance. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. So Steven Jetton, he's a Marine Corps veteran, and he was vacationing in Florida, just bought a brand new surfboard, so he's out catching waves, and he notices two people about 100 yards out struggling to swim. It looks like the rip current was taking him out, so he said he looked around, there's no one that could help these people except him. Wow. So he paddles up to him. It's a 12-year-old autistic boy with his 47-year-old uncle. They're stuck, man. So he grabs the kid, puts him on the surfboard, and then he's on his way to get the uncle when finally the Coast Guard realized something was happening and they helped in. But wow. he was the first responder out there. As a lifeguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, a yeah. former lifeguard with how many saves? Uh, two saves. Uh, three. One was a double. How crazy is it and how easy is it to get pulled away like that if you're out on the ocean? Very easy. Yeah. Rip, rip currents are like, they're legit. They, how do you get caught up in one? I don't know anything about it. So it's just a current. Usually when the wave is crashing towards the shore underneath the, the surface of the water, that current is pulling back. And sometimes your legs just get caught and it takes you out there. And ever, it's almost like a whirlpool. Ever been caught in one? Yes. In Acapulco. Man. Why do was, you say it like that? Acapulco, Mexico. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got caught in one, and it was one that just, like, you're walking on the beach, and that water just sucks you in, and then it just kind of pulls you in and out, and you're stuck. And you made it, though. I made it, yeah, thanks to my, my brother and his two friends that got me out. Really? Yes, dude, seriously. Wow, that's but anyway, a good story. Shout Steven out. Jetton. Steven Jetton, shout out to you, bud. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Lauren Elena sent us 10 digital download codes for her new EP, Getting Over Him. If you hit us up right now in our Instagram DMs, Morgan has 10 of these album giveaways. So the first 10 people you hook up. Yep, I will. At Bobby Bone Show, hop into her DMs. Of the show, not her own <laughs> life account. Please. I mean, yeah. All right, hit me with the big story. Here we go. Bobby's Big Story. Well, the big story will be last night was the ACMs. I was there. I'll kind of give you some backstage juicy gossip is that there's no juicy gossip because there's oh. not crap going on <laughs> as far as people hanging out. Like, I got there. What they do to make sure everybody was COVID compliant, they sent a truck to my house, like a big SUV, picked me up. I drove there. My room, because there's usually a dressing room for anyone that's presenting or performing. My room was a bus. So in the Grand Ole Opry parking lot, there are like 30 buses. Oh, wow. So 
I go to my bus that says BB on it to hang out for an hour. They go, okay, let's go. Another car picks me up, drives me to the door where I'm presenting. I walk in a one-way hallway right to a spot. I stand. Now, I see friends walking through, but they're like, you cannot go up to anybody. So I move to my next spot. They're like, you're on in 20 seconds. I go on. I'm like, hey, everybody, here's your winner for song of the year. It was Old Dominion. They come out. I did cheat because they said, do not touch the artists when they come out. <laughs> yeah, your rebel buddy over here where'd gave you, him daps. Oh, I was like, where'd you touch them? Okay. <laughs> That's a weird question. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they really did a great job at making sure it was completely safe. Sure, it was a little weird with no one in the audience. It was only the weirdest when someone was giving an acceptance speech. You know, I do a show every week at the Grand mm-hmm. Ole Opry anyway, so I'm used to seeing the Opry House empty because an artist plays and there's nobody there and I host it. But whenever you see someone talking to a crowd and there is no crowd, that got a little awkward. Uh, but I saw Clint Black. I only talked to a few people because you're only back there for a really consolidated part of section of time. So it's just like shoved together. And I, Clint Black was right in front of me presenting, I believe. And so... I have a picture of him and I both on our masks because we had makeup on to do the show, so they didn't make us wear masks, but mm-hmm. we had to walk yeah. around with a hand shield in front of our face the whole time. So I have a picture. Oh, I'll post it on my Instagram story <laughs> if you want to go follow me, Mr. Bobby Bones, of me and Clint Black with our masks on. But uh, I was talking to him. I love him. And I got to meet his wife last night because she was with them. She presented. Yeah. Saw Dan and Shay walking through and know those guys pretty well, so I just congratulated them on Duo of the Year. Um, talked to the Old Dominion for a long time because they won the award and they were backstage. But that was about it. Your press or whatever they call it where you talk to the media, mm-hmm. that was crazy to me because you were standing and there was this huge screen and then all these little heads on there like on a Zoom. And were they just was weird, firing yeah. off questions? Again, but really cool. I yeah, yeah sh- very cool. Crazy. I got to say, this is Damon Whiteside and uh, at the ACMs just did a great job of making this show happen and making sure that it was safe. And Rat Clark, who produced it, just a great job of making a TV show. And my grandma used to say, making... Chicken salad. Chicken salad out of chicken S. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they made it. That's exactly right. Um, I go back, and after you present or you do something, you go back to the press. And, and usually there's a bunch of people in chairs going, hey, let me ask you a question. But this time you walk up, and there's a big screen. You're just staring at a screen. You're like, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden it flashes, and it's everybody sitting, and they all get one question. Well, I don't like doing that stuff because I'm not famous, and nobody has questions for me, really. They want to talk to Luke Bryan and Luke Combs. And I'm back there, and they go, all right, let's go to Tom at Billboard. Tom, what do you want to say? And Tom goes, oh, my God. He goes, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Do you, do you like awards? <laughs> it's your favorite fruit. And I'm like, I, I love awards. <laughs> Tom, Tom was scrambling. Uh, everybody was, nobody wants to ask me a question because nobody cares what I have to say about it. And they also, they know I'm going to say whatever I feel on this show. There were a couple really, really great people like um, Alicia uh, Davis who works for one of the, the cable shows was great and she humors me being there. And I get a lot of American Idol questions. Mm. I don't even know if I'm going back. No. <laughs> Was that your answer? No, it's not. You just the, the girl goes, hey, uh, you know, Luke Bryan was in here earlier. He was talking about how you guys are all going back. By the way, Luke, don't say I'm going back yet, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Well, does he know something? I don't think so. No, because no, we had another call yesterday. But I was. She's like, what's it going to be like? And I said, you know, I'm doing a show on Nat Geo. If I'm able to finish it with no COVID delays. 
I'm going to go back to American Idol hopefully early next year, right around Hollywood week. And I said, and I can't wait because they've really done a great job at American Idol too of kind of progressing in a tough environment. But I was really on my insides. I was like, I'm going to be on Idol. I don't know why you're asking me this. So, but hopefully I will be. It was a great performance last night. The Carrie and Thomas Rhett split of the Entertainer of the Year was weird because there are thousands of votes. And if it was a straight tie, WTF. Yeah. Like how in the world do you get exactly that number? Um, and I saw some people hating on Thomas Rhett because they're like, can't Carrie just have her moment? I'm like, hey, they didn't count the votes. It goes to a firm. Those award- this is how these award shows ha- happen. And we talked about this on my podcast with Damon Whiteside from ACMs. They hire firms to go, all right, we got the votes. You have nothing to worry about. They, they take all the votes. They tabulate all the votes. Nobody knows until it's time. And then they announce them. It was no grand conspiracy. Hmm. If there's any conspiracy, it's the people voting and somehow they've been affected or block voting. But great, great for Thomas Rhett, great for Carrie Underwood. They both can be entertainer of the year without having to worry about watering it down. Yeah. It's fantastic. I love it. Love it. It's the first time that's ever happened. That I know of. In, cool. in, in any category. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Is that true? In any category? I don't know. I'm curious. I'm wondering. Is mm. it in any category and then it happened to be the the, the big one? Mm. Well, that was great. Um, how I did not see Taylor's performance, but I do have a clip of it. Did you happen to see it? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. Here is Taylor doing Betty. But if I just showed up at your party, would you have me? Would you want me? Would you tell me to go straight to hell? Or lead me to the garden, in the garden, would you show Here is Carrie Underwood accepting the award for Entertainer of the Year. <laughs> 2020, man. Um, <laughs> thank you, God, so much. Um, all glory, glory to God. Um, thank you to the ACM, not just for this, but for putting me in such incredible company. I am more than happy to share this with Thomas Rhett um, and just to have my name mentioned with his and Luke and Luke and Eric Church. Um, I am beyond honored. Thank you. And here's Thomas Rhett accepting for Entertainer of the Year. Keith, what is happening right now? Thank you to the Lord Jesus Christ, my, my Lord and Savior. Thank you so much to my wife, um, my baby girls who are watching this right now. Willa Gray, I love you. Ada James, I love you. Lennon, I love you. Thank you to the fans. Thank you to the ACMs. I love you. I love you. Thank you. So happy for them. Not a bad one in that mix of all the winners last no, night. No. Kind of was able to see everybody love them, proud of them. Luke Combs won album of the year, I think. Just a, It was a great night. Great night when it was a tough environment to produce a show. So, yeah, pretty cool. I think I'll wrap up the big story now and just get to Luke Combs. Here is Loving On You, Bobby Bone Show. Hey, call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. We'll take your calls. Performance of the night last night, Eric Church to Johnny Cash. Pretty good. And then him doing Stick That In Your Country song. Yeah. That's performance of the night last night. I was asking Morgan her favorite performances from last night. Number one was... Carrie Underwood covering like Dolly and Reba and Patsy Cline. I didn't get to see that because I was in a car or bebopping around a little bit. Did you like the Eric Church one? Oh, yeah. The ragged old flag. That was chills. It's cool, huh? Yeah. He just sat there and played guitar as it played and then came on and did stick that in your country song. (laughs) He showed up with a mask on and only took pictures with a mask on to prove how important masks are. Cool. It was really cool because people are going to listen to Eric Church. And he's like, hey, man, masks are important. You should wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, you're not like the chief. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, okay. I want to be like the chief, so I'm going to put a mask on. 
go over and talk to Shane in South Carolina. Shane, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, Bobby. Hey, gang. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. What's happening with you? Uh, not too much. I just wanted to discuss, uh, say something about the Entertainer of the Year last uh, that happened last night. And, uh, it seems like it's been happening the last few years. I'm a big Eric fan, part of the church choir. But um, I don't know if you've seen his shows lately, but he's been putting on a three or four hour shows and um, playing about almost 40 songs. I was just wondering if the people who are voting on this have um, actually seen shows and know that, that, you know, that is part of the entertainment, I believe. I, think it's I just a, wanted to see what you had to say about it. It's a great point. And Eric does a couple shows in the same city. He'll do that double down where he stays and does two nights. Yeah, I don't know, except for Garth, that you're going to hear anyone argue that church isn't the best live performer. I think you may still go Garth in church because of how big of a show Garth has. Uh, but last night, a lot of people felt church was snubbed. But honestly, everybody could have had that argument. There was not an artist bigger than Luke Combs last year. There just wasn't in any way. Hits, streams, downloads. So that side of it, you can go, well, what the crap? Luke Combs. You're going to tell me Carrie or TR or uh, who was up? Who else? Luke. Yeah, Luke. Who is even more so the biggest entertainer <laughs> yeah. if you're using that because he's on TV. He's got number one radio hits. He took. My only point is, Shane, you're absolutely right, and you have you should feel that way about your guy. But all five of those, if they would have won, I'd have been like, hey, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, because similarly, I I obviously enjoy Thomas Rhett's music. I think he's a great person. But when I went to his concert last year, I was blown away. I was super impressed at how well he put everything together and how entertaining it was. But the Eric Church show is dynamic, amazing. He's the only guy that can pull that off. Yeah. And Shane, you're right to feel that way, man. It does. Well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate what y'all do. Keep up the good job, okay? Hey, Shane, have a good day. Thanks for calling from South Carolina. Thanks. All right, take care. All right. Let's go over to Carrie Beth in North Carolina. Hey, Carrie Beth, how are you? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, Bobby. Thanks. Well, what would you like um, to say? I just want, yeah, I, well, this is for Amy. Okay, um, hi. Last, hi, Amy. Last week you talked about how you jumped in the pool with all your clothes on. Yes. <laughs> After a really rough day. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to just validate you. I think that is completely normal. (laughs) I feel like I would have done that, too, if I had a pool in my backyard. And all the boys were giving you such a hard time about that. But I think that makes total sense. Thank you. I did hear from a lot of uh, women out there that it made complete sense. And I was not crazy. (laughs) I don't know about complete sense, but it's what you did to cope. (laughs) Complete sense is not what it made. (laughs) It still doesn't. But it felt so (laughs) good. That that can happen, yes. Guys, it felt amazing. It's like punching a hole in a wall. It doesn't make sense, but it feels great to some people. To some people, yeah. yeah. But I feel like there's a lot going on right now. There's COVID, there's homeschooling, there's crazy things with our children. It's a hard... Time. I'm and not arguing like with you about that. People. Like, I'm not, I'm saying everybody copes their own ways, but I'm just saying it wasn't normal. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but I love it. I, a lot of stuff I do is not normal. Yeah. I told you I felt like a free fish <laughs> and I just was swimming <laughs> to nowhere. Not helping your case. In the confinement. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt so good. I might do it again. Carrie Beth, thank you for the call. I appreciate you listening. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. you. (laughs) But when you do it again, I would just encourage you to take more clothes off. I don't know. There's something that was amazing about literally just opening up the back door, walking out there, and just falling in. (laughs) 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 It wasn't like I cannonballed. It's more like I just walked into the water and 
sunk. <laughs> Let me put on one more call from Pittsburgh. Uh, Brandy's in Pittsburgh, and she wants to weigh in on the ring, the, the wedding ring. Raymundo wants a ring yeah. with diamonds on it, and he's the guy. Hey, Brandy, what's going on? Hey, morning, studio. Morning. morning. Oh, my kids are going to be so mad. They're already at school. Ray, 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 Ray. I got to tell you, as somebody older than Eddie, which, you know, is old. Um, Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married 22 years. My husband and I got married very young, and he wanted this blingy, blingy ass ring. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It's after eight. Go ahead. Let her rip. Let her rip, Bobby. Won't you after dark? What the crap? Go ahead. <laughs> And so we got it, and it was, you know, late 90s, so gold, three little diamonds, blingy, sparkly. He wore it for about six months, and it is sitting in my jewelry box where it has been for most of 22 years. So what's your <laughs> advice to Raymundo, who wants a blinged-out wedding ring with black diamonds? Uh, so it's, it's not going to be in style six months to a year. Your style's going to change, and uh, I would go basic, spend the money on something Drink more white claw on your honeymoon. Oh, nice. What do you think about that, Ray? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going to be in style in 70 years. That's how long I plan on being married for. And yeah, I have a watch that's in <laughs> a box. years? I was, 70. I, yeah. Oh, 70. Okay. <laughs> seven. And then I have a watch that I I agree with you. I don't wear as much as I should. Maybe once a month. Maybe that's what I end up doing with the ring. I have no idea. I can't predict. <laughs> You're just going to wear your wedding ring once a month. Well, thank you, Brandy, for the call. Really appreciate you. Hope you have an awesome day. And let me shout out Pittsburgh. Everybody that listens to us in Pittsburgh, holy crap. We just, we, we don't think we deserve it, but just dominating up there. Just that whole staff oh, up there and just the whole team. Yeah, it's just, we we're always super excited when someone embraces the show. So thank you, Brandy. Hope you have a great day. Thanks, you too. All right, bye-bye. I do want to talk about Lunchbox for a second because it comes on at the beginning of the week and says, hey, I watch Cuties. And I was like, that's that controversial movie people are saying that, that are sexualizing kids. He goes, I watch it, it is good. <laughs> It's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, paraphrasing. Then Morgan watched it and goes, ah, it was a little creepy. Probably not for me. A lot of listeners were calling Lunchbox really bad names. So tell Amy what happened to you. Uh, well, my wife woke up yesterday morning and someone had tracked her down on Facebook and was sending her messages talking about how embarrassing it is to her, like as my wife, that I'm on the radio talking about this movie and I am representing my wife, so my wife should be embarrassed. And how do you let your husband do that? Like you should think about things and listen to what he's saying. And I can't believe you would let him watch that filth. But the thing is, they tracked my wife down on Facebook. I'm not connected to my wife on Facebook. We don't say we're married to each other. They went and found her name and found her personal account that is private and sending her messages. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Uh I wouldn't take the time to do that. Let me ask you this. Do you still stand by cuties? I still stand by oh, cuties. Wow. Oh, wow. That was your okay. chance. Are you doubling down? That was your chance. No, no. Guys, cuties is a good movie. It has a very important <laughs> message. And I, I, I got another tweet today from a guy asking me, are you a pedophile? Because you liked cuties. Same guy that text, tweeted me the other day saying I am a pedophile. Oh, well, he's backing up, though. He, he's backing <laughs> up. He, now he went from calling me a pedophile <laughs> to, to asking me, if I'm least. a pedophile. And the answer is no, I'm not a pedophile. But thank you for the tweet. But yeah, I can't believe someone went and tracked my wife down on Facebook. Mm. A little crazy. Like, woo! Oh, there's a girl that is harassing Caitlin so bad she creates new accounts every day and sends her disgustingly mean and threatening messages. Or we've had to call in. To, it's a whole... Th Ugh. But that's only such a small population of folks, but it ruins it for everybody. 
Because otherwise, I'd just invite all, all you to my house. You're listening right now. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, you could all just come over. I know. But Caitlin's dealing just... with it so bad. They harass her all the time about her body, about her being with me. It is unfair. She does nothing except exist. She's not trying to be an Instagram star. She doesn't want to be. She posts almost never. And now she feels like she can post less because people are so hateful to her. It's not about anything I'm saying either. Like if I were talking about an opinion she had and people were like, oh, okay, Lynn, I can't believe you have that opinion. But yeah, no. Yeah. No, it's just her being your significant other. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a struggle. It's 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 honestly tough for me at times. And that means it's way tough for her because she's never been in any life like this where all of a sudden she's under some sort of small light. She's like, man, I just liked you and then loved you. And then all of a sudden I'm getting so many hateful messages. And I just think who would send a message like that out of nowhere? Well, this one girl who's changing accounts all the time mm. definitely is. But it's other folks too. And it's like, who would send these messages? Like what's happening in your life that's so wrong that you have to feel like you attack someone to make you feel better. That's fourth grade bully mentality. And if you're doing that, you were probably bullied. And why are you doing what was happening to you? Yeah. It's very true. If people would just step back and think about what the, like, would they say this to her face? Would it, they do any of no, the things of that they're they doing? Wouldn't. Of course not. And this is so. way general. This is obviously affecting me in a very personal way, mm-hmm. but this is a way general thing. That's like this D-bag who's hitting lunchbox calling him a pedophile. Listen, I'm not watching cuties. It seems weird, but <laughs> it's not, not a, bit, a pedophile. It, right, right, right. It's not. And why would you? That's the worst thing you can call someone. Yeah. Worst. I thought you were about to say. Let whenever. me get in your computer, DB. What's that guy's name? His name is Jason. Oh. <laughs> Let's look in your computer, Jason. <laughs> um. Yeah. You want to see his picture? No, I'm oh. good. Does he have a goatee? I. Uh, I just described. Yeah, he, he has kind of a beard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah kind yeah. of a beard. Anyway, well, sorry, Amy. Oh no, I just when you first said you're never gonna guess what happened to Lunchbox, I thought that. I mean, the wife thing and tracking her down, that is crazy. But I thought you were about to say- The feds? He lost, yeah, <gasps> like an investigation oh. launch. Or Dateline that, NBC came back just for this. Or that a, a client uh, that he endorsed for oh. dropped him. Oh. You know, just like- the, No, no, nothing like that. No, 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 let's, let's not- I know, I'm not, I'm just, because like people start that rumor and then your name, like if you Google yes. Lunchbox and then now that word is with your name and yeah. that just is very, it's dangerous and it's not something to mess around with. Now I'm not supporting cuties. Well, but, but you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Don't want to, but Lunchbox is safe with children. Hey, Dawn in North Carolina, you're on the show. What would you like to say here? Hi, Bobby. Hi, studio. Um, I just want to say I agree with Lunchbox. I watched the movies, cuties, if I said that right. Um, I'm a mother and a grandmother. It has a great storyline if you watch the whole story and see the different things that's happening. It is a great movie. It really is. Well, thank you, Don. Sounds like a smart woman. I am someone who's not attacking the movie. I haven't seen it. I think 99% of people that are attacking haven't seen it. So I stand by you being able to say that, but I ain't watching it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, call us if you want. Uh, Not about that anymore. Yeah. But And also, hey, to the few of you weirdos out there, stop freaking being weird. Stop being mean. Not just to me or to Lunchbox's wife, but anytime you feel like writing something bad on the internet, just punch yourself in the face. Yeah, <laughs> nice. today's the day to change. Yeah. It's okay. You can move forward. Thank you. All right, love you guys. <laughs> A Toy Store employee recently screwed up 
and added the very explicit Cardi B song WAP to the store's playlist. Oh, whoops. I'm only doing this because it's late in the show and most kids are in school by now. Yeah. But I'm not going to say any bad words. But that song stands for something really bad. The first word's wet. You got to figure out the next two words. Uh, oh, huh? you don't know, Amy? I don't. I've heard the song before. Hey, but- Ray, turn my mic off. It keeps the music going. You can turn Amy's off, too. Oh. And let me get the camera off you, too. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I could <laughs> gather that a little bit, but what? In case you didn't know the song, we went ahead and bleeped every word in the first 16 seconds that isn't kid-friendly. Okay, here's a 16-second here's a clip of WAP. So, anyway, that song goes over the top of the toy store with no bleeps. A lot of words. There were a lot of kids in there, too. (laughs) The employee posted the story, said it happened before her shift, and she wanted to update the work playlist because it was getting a little stale, so she made it. Oh, she made it fresh. (laughs) (laughs) She put you to a flame. (laughs) (laughs) She did the quick add option that allows you to go through your like songs and just click and add them to the playlist. To make matters worse, she was stuck in front of the store, emptying a register, and she couldn't immediately walk away because she had a bunch of money. Oh, no. And she couldn't shut. And finally, they, they shut it off, and they came over the top of the intercom. Good evening, customers. On behalf of the store, I would like to apologize for the technical <laughs> difficulties. We hope to make it up to you by offering free gift wrapping on unlimited items. <laughs> Thank you, and have a fantastical night. No word on if she got in trouble or not, but isn't that unfortunate? And can you imagine... You hear that, and you know it's your fault. You're praying. You're looking at people going, yeah. Are, oh, yeah. You, are they even hearing this? Are they even li- Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Please nobody know. Yeah, that's a serious one there. Uh, let's go to Riley in Tennessee. Hey, Riley, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on with you? What's up, guys? What's How up? are y'all doing? Pretty good, man. What's going on with you? Okay. Well, um, I'm actually driving around for work right now, so um, I uh, wanted to call in, though, and kind of back Raymundo up with this ring situation, so... I, uh, I've got a uh, massive wedding ring on currently, and it's all blinged out. So I, uh, I wanted to let him know that I, he's got some like-minded people out there about this ring situation. Do you wear jeans with embroidery on the back, on the butt? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Riley. I appreciate that call, man. Hope you have a good day. All right, see you later. (laughs) You like that. Experts say stop using the sponge and use your dishwasher in the kitchen. Researchers say the dishwasher makes your dishes safer than the sponge because the sponge is just putting E. coli and poop on everything. I'm, that's an editorial note by me, E. coli and poop. (laughs) That's why I think about. Yeah, I mean, it can get pretty nasty, but not everybody has a dishwasher. Maybe you don't use the sp- I don't know. Maybe. I love the okay, sponge. Okay, okay, let me say this. Here's a, I do too, but I buy the cheap sponges where I can go once or twice and then throw them away. <laughs> I didn't sit up there for me. Who loves the sponge? I no. love the sponge. What? Ugh. The, the, the rough side of the, side yeah. of the sponge? Oh, that's the best because, you know, your pan- pots, pans, that's the only thing that'll work, not okay. the dishwasher. Two uses, and you got to get rid of it. Yeah, don't let it just sit in your sink all wet. Right, how you got corona. Yeah, oh, gosh, now we know. About that. <laughs> we have to go, but we will see you tomorrow on tomorrow's show. John Bon Jovi will be on. Dr. Oz will be on. The Friday morning dance parties. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. 
Bobby Bones, yeah.